Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Joining me now is Paul Edwards, author of How to Rap, The Art and Science of the Hip-Hop MC. Hey, Paul. Hey. Who is the book for? The book's mainly, obviously, for uh, people who want to learn how to rap, because it's called How to Rap, The Art and Science of the Hip-Hop MC. Um, but it's also for people who are into hip-hop and just want to know like, how these artists put their music together and how they come up with rhymes. Because the reason I wrote the book was I wanted to know how these, how these MCs put their rhymes together. Um, and when I was reading interviews and stuff with them online or on TV, you don't, you, you every, every so often you get like one or two... Um, two questions which might go into it but i wanted to do like full interviews where um it was nothing but asking questions about emceeing what i've noticed about the book and what i think is really great is that you interview over 100 artists and they're not all mtv slash billboard artists right did you purposely not go for the mtv hip-hop crowd or was that was there something else to it well I mean, like, obviously I have my favorite MCs, as everyone does, but I didn't want it to be just like, oh, Paul Edwards' favorite, you know, <laughs> MCs, or, or even try and cater to, like, one sort of, yeah, the hip-hop sort of MTV fan. I wanted to get a really wide range, because I think you can, like, learn from all different types of hip-hop. So, yeah, like, as you say, I wanted to get your classic guys like Chuck D and Cool G Rap, who does a forward, and... Tribe Called Quest, and then also have like Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas talking about, you know, how he makes uh, a hit single because that's a skill in itself. And if you can do that repeatedly, then you obviously must have some sort of very specific skill for it. And then I also wanted to get, like, say, the the underground people like uh, Aesop Rock and uh, Dilated Peoples and those kind of more specifically sort of hardcore people or or who do it particular type of not necessarily what you might consider hip hoppy thing to most people. You can learn stuff from like a Pharaoh Monch who might tell you like this is how you do really intricate flows, but then you might get something different from Nelly who might say, okay, if you want to do a club record, you might want to do this or that. I want it to be like a definitive thing, so I thought the more, you know, the more people I get hold of, the better. So that's how I kind of went about that. You also mentioned that you had Cool G Rap do the forward. Why Cool G Rap for the forward? The, the forward was like one of the last things we put together. And when I'd interviewed everyone, one of the first questions I asked always was, how did you learn how to rap? Just as a sort of, to start us off. And a lot of people, like, I don't know, maybe 90, 80, 90% mentioned Cool G Rap. But Cool G Rap really came up for a lot of people as far as the real technical aspect aspects like mm. putting together compound rhymes, multisyllabic rhymes and stuff. So he just seemed like a really great choice to go ahead and get that forward done. He kind of mentioned people like Rakim and Melly Mel in the forward as well. So I thought that was good that if, if there's a kid coming to rapping, you might not know all these people, you not, might not know their importance. 
So I thought it was good to get like a real from grounding in a kind of tight space from him. Was it hard to get people to admit that they pretty much were copying off of other people or was that just really, uh, this came natural uh, to them? Surprisingly, it wasn't actually that difficult. I mean, you did get a few people who were like, uh, I was born kind of the best MC ever and, you know, my style comes just from me and stuff, which I mean, is fair enough because it's hip hop. You expect everyone to kind of have a bit of that braggadocio in there. But uh, most people did go like, oh, yeah, you know, I started, I listened to Melly Mel, and then I took my, you're not, you're not like, it's not like biting, because obviously in hip-hop you don't want to be a biter and you don't want to kind of just rip off someone's style. But I think that's how everyone seemed to do it. They take, you know, you like this guy, you take what he does, you like this specific thing he does, you take that, you put it in a pot, you, before you know where you are, you've got your own style, which isn't actually like any of those people's style. You can, you can see where it's come from if you know the little individual elements, but because it's all mixed up, and I mean, that happens in all art, like if you're a painter or you're a movie director, you know, you, you hear directors all the time, oh, I learned from this guy and this guy. So I think that's natural, you know. I actually wanted to talk about the four fundamental elements of emceeing that you write about in your book, which is content, flow, writing, and delivery. Is one more important than the other? Well, I actually asked everyone, what do you consider more important, the flow and the delivery or the content? And it was pretty split, but I think there was an edge towards flow. I mean, if you can flow already, then yeah, you might be the kind of, per the kind of MC who focuses on content. But I think at a basic level, like what you need to concentrate on if you're kind of beginning is you need to have the flow you need to be staying on beat you need to have the musicality of it because if you don't have that then you, you can't really you can't really be an mc you know you can have the greatest content in the world but if you don't stay on beat then no one's really going to listen to your music and by the same token with the delivery if you can't spit your rhymes clearly and how you want them to sound and have it sound good as just music then no one's really going to be interested in what you have to say. Though, having said that, once you are good, once you're at a certain stage, then there are MCs who focus more on content, where, like, you know, and back in the day, a Melly Mel, obviously you didn't have the crazy rhythms that you have today, so mm. it wasn't necessarily all flow-based. So it was more to do with what he was saying and his message and everything. How important is, in learning how to rap, is the video aspect important? It's definitely, definitely important in terms of, like, if you want to sell a whole bunch of records. On an artistic sort of side, again, it's good to have a good video that, that kind of um, fits in with what you're doing. I mean, like an example, like Aesop Rock had a video for his uh, track, Nonchal Pass, which is like an animated, and it, re it really, really fits in with, with his whole style. So yeah, it's definitely important. I mean, I hope people don't concentrate on that over the artistic side. Like, oh, let me just be a gangster rapper because that's gonna make me, so I don't think that's, that's a good idea because if you're not that, I don't think you can kind of fake it very well, or you can't fake it for very long before people find out. Pick one rapper from the past 20 years that would best represent all four fundamentals you discuss in your book. Yeah, I guess I've already said it. Chuck D. He's got the voice, incredible voice. He's got an incredible flow, which is also very like idiosyncratic in terms of no one else really flows like that. It kind of stops and starts, but in its own special way, his flow. So. He's got that down. So you might even listen to him just for the voice and the flow. And then, of course, you know, he does stories. He does positive stuff. He is, you know, very cleverly kind of um, created, got Flavor Flav as the sort of yin to his yang to sort of balance up his seriousness, which is, you know, a stroke of genius as well. And then he picks amazing beats, you know. Um, and it's part of the creative process of that. So, yeah, probably Chuck D. So, Paul, after reading this book, will my grandmother be able to rap? Would your grandmother be able to rap? Hmm. Um, I'd hope so. I mean, I think not everyone 
is going to come out. Like, it'd be like with guitars. You know, not everyone's going to read a, a guitar book and then be able to be Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix or Eric Clapton or someone. And I think maybe your grandmother will be the next Cool G Rap. We don't know. The book is How to Rap, The Art and Science of the Hip-Hop MC. The author is Paul Edwards. Paul Edwards, thanks for joining us here on And You Don't Stop, only on WBAI 99.5. Thank you very much. Crowds are getting louder. I wonder how the people wanna go fight for the right powder. People hanging in spots. They waited till the blocks got hot and got raided by the cops. I'll explain the man sleeping in the rain. His whole life remains inside a bottle of night train. Another man got his clothes in a sack. Cause he spent every dime of his rent playing blackjack. And there's the poor little sister. She has a little baby daughter named Sonya. And Sonya has a lawyer. She wants a mother and a couple and zipper. Yo, that's a job story. Drug dealers drive around looking hard, knowing he's sending their brothers and sisters to the graveyard. Every day is a main event. Some old lady limps, the bushes and pensy shrimps. It gets tiring, the sight of a gun firing. They must desire for the sign of a siren. A bag lady dies in the alleyways. She's seen the last of her days inside the subways. One more down the slope, the kid couldn't cope. So he stole somebody's dope and a gold rope. Now my son's on the run. He's the one and one had fun that was done by shotgun. Upstairs, I cover my ears and tears. The man downstairs must have drank too many beers. Cause every day of his life, the beast is wife. To one night, she decides to pull a butcher knife. Blind man plays the sax. A tool called the arms on my mom's show railroad tracks. Many lives are cut short. It's when you're living in the streets of New York. Undressed in the backseat of a caddy, calling some man daddy. Three men slain inside an apartment. All you can see is the sparks when it darkens. Daylight broke, cops rolling on the scene. The drug war, daily routine. Gamble spots, just a poor man's jackpot. You went on a lot, you get shot. The drug dealing fanatics, but you don't want no static because they got crack addicts with automatics. Shoot out for a desire for territory. A kid got caught on the BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, 
and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.